श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नमः तस्म श्री गुरव there are many contradicting statements that we come across in some places they say brahma satyam jagan mithya the world is an illusion in other place they say sarvam kalpitam brahma everything is brahman so if you put these two statements together it means that the brahman is mithya therefore these contradictions create a lot of confusions and we are lost what is the reason this confusion comes and we get lost only because we want to study the scriptures on our own tad vidyanatham guru me vami gachet samit panihi shrotriyam brahmanishtam to study the scriptures one should never take the liberty to study on one's own because every subject has got its own special language unless we are aware of that language and the usage we will get lost bhagwan shankaracharya clearly writes on this mantra of pundaka upanishad shastradnyah api swatantrena brahma jnana anveshanam na kuryat you may be highly educated you may be knowing so many things you may be having your doctorates and uh, post doctorates it has nothing to do when it comes to study of scriptures one has to be very clear about it and if this is not done we get lost in confusions and chaos therefore these two things are to be understood both the things are right provided we understand them or both are wrong if we misunderstand them the first the world is an illusion now what do we understand by the word illusion there are three things one is something exists second doesn't exist third although doesn't exist but appears three things so that which exists नासतो विद्यते भावः नाभावो विद्यते सतः भगवान से गीता व्हिच इज इट इज व्हिच इज नॉट इट इज नॉट बट देन द थर्ड प्रॉब्लम कम्स इट इज नॉट येट इट अपीयर्स दैट व्हिच डजंट एग्जिस्ट एंड येट अपीयर्स इज कॉल्ड एज इल्यूजन सी लाइक द मिराज वाटर्स दे अपीयर बट डोंट एग्जिस्ट similarly the rainbow appears but it doesn't exist similarly this world is defined as an illusion so if the world is illusion means what it appears but doesn't exist and when the illusion is taken as real the real problems of our life begin like there was a girl and now let us phones they have got 
you don't have to do anything, face recognition, it recognizes, yes, this person is my boss, immediately unlocked. So one girl did her uh, face recognition and next day morning she got up from the sleep and wanted to see the phone. Phone refused to recognize her because when she did face recognition she had all the makeup. And in the morning when she got up, so horrible, that the phone, hey you are not here, get away. So one looks beautiful after the makeup. So that is an appearance. It is not real. But when the appearance is taken as real, they fall in love and suffer throughout life. See friends. Therefore, the illusion is that which appears does, but doesn't exist. Now, the second aspect we have seen. Everything is Brahman. Everything is Paramatma. Now what does it mean? What should happen? Now let us go to a straight approach. Cause is never known without reference to the effect. When we go to the doctors, we tell the doctor the symptoms. Symptoms are the effects. So from the symptoms, the doctor arrives at the cause. What could be the cause of this particular symptom? And then that cause is called as a disease. Similarly, if we take this world as Paramatma, which includes us also, or we take this world as illusion, what will be the symptoms or effect of this knowledge is two types of knowledge. One knowledge is the world is illusion. Second knowledge is the world is Paramatma, Brahman. If this is the cause, what will be the effect? then understanding will not go wrong. Then we will come to know, see, whatever is recognized by us as an illusion, we do not desire illusions. For example, we see the rainbow. When the rainbow is seen, do we ever desire let me take a piece of rainbow and give it to my beloved. She can make a necklace out of it. No. You don't desire. Second thing, when we see the rainbow, do we suffer? On the contrary, we enjoy. Hey, what a beautiful rainbow, see? It's almost complete. Parent says, no, no, there is one more above that. Yes, yes, it's so nice. Now put these two thoughts together. The world is an illusion. What will happen? If we understand and accept it, first of all, we'll enjoy. We'll not suffer. See friends, therefore, when we take this world as an illusion, the first thing that happens is we will not suffer. We'll enjoy every moment. And second thing, we will not desire anything. The cause of our suffering is only the desire. We want others to behave the way we want. It can never happen. See? Like this example I tell you just to make the point. You must have seen Babaji is like us. 
when somebody comes late they look at that person in such a way as if they are going to send a laser rays and operate his heart and take it out because they have come late and they suffer themselves so one person asked me samiji when the people come late how come you don't get disturbed i said it's a very simple thing it is not that those who have come in on time they are listening and those who are coming late they are not listening both are same life becomes easy is it not but if you imagine this should be like discipline should be there put a board outside you are late see friends take this world as an illusion and celebrate life what are the celebrations only illusions we go to the big parties and all that a lot of light and lot of music there is celebration but we know that this beautiful pendal which is made as if it is a big um, palace of a great king but it is all if you even uh, touch it it whole will fall down but we enjoy look at this world with this wisdom and be happy see friends if you take this world as illusion but if you take this world as real which is not then at every moment you are guaranteed of sufferings i have done so much for everybody but nobody <laughs> who asked you to do it tumhari khujli thi and therefore you did it remember these basics of life then vidyar mahara will get inside us now the second vision is this world is parmatma what does it mean be attentive mind can think of only the finite mind cannot think of the infinite what is infinite infinite is that which is not conditioned by time space and object and therefore mind cannot desire the absolute in both the cases therefore when you take this world as paramatma which includes us i cannot desire myself i can desire something else other than me therefore both the views are equally correct if the effect is we live happily and do not desire anything in this world then we are somewhere near vidyana bhayo see friends these are the two basic philosophies one is called one is dependent on discrimination viveka and second is yoga yoga means to include everything i am not talking yoga patanjali yoga also means the means dhyana yogena by means of the dhyana karma yogena by means of karma so this yoga that we will be studying here is called as dharana see unless these words are clearly understood we will get confused patanjali also uses this word dharana 
and he uses this word dharana that um, after you have completed yamaniyam asan pranayam pratyahar five of them then the work starts on the mind and in that it is said dharana dhyan samadhi so dharana is fixing the mind in a particular spot teshata dhyana is fixing the mind with a particular object and samadhi is fixing the mind in the same spot on the same object for a longer period of time dharana dhyan samadhi so here dharana means um what is your understanding about something like our understanding uh, why we should wake up early in the morning so i will give some other example only this is the example you remember all are suryavamshi <coughs> wake up after the sun comes out of the bed so if somebody has the dharana early to bed and early to rise see friend but then the lazy people are more genius than those who are active you also must have received there was one whatsapp which went viral uh, abs ayangar a great yoga teacher and kushan singh both were spiritual <laughs> and this ayagar ji he died at the age of 96 and liquid spiritualist he died at the age of 99 so 3 years bonus what will he do with the yoga <laughs> therefore what is important is you are at peace with yourself then understanding becomes complete and it is for this this dharana is told in the scriptures now this uh, before we go into this we have studied here if you remember shiva sutra earlier if you don't remember you can get the series here must be available that gives you a complete understanding about the foundation on which this vigyan bhayaro shastra is dependent like patanjali yoga sutras they are dependent on the sankhya shastra so sankhya is the philosophy on which yoga is the building raised and in sankhya it is said that there is one soul per body and the prakriti the soul and the ishvara they are separate from each other that is the foundation of the sankhya philosophy on the basis of this the whole yoga shastra is developed and therefore they go on telling you if you do yoga you will live long you will live healthy and the same yoga also tells that whatever is your birth whatever is your longevity and whatever experiences you are going to go through life it is predetermined you cannot change it and yet they struggle to live long for what there should be some yoga which will make you die early so no problem see the, the, today the whole demography of the world has changed there are more old people than youngsters who can produce well therefore yoga should not be taken only as a physical or health aspect 
but also as a spiritual practice. And this is what comes in this Vidyana Bhairava. So here, uh, it's short to tell the whole uh, philosophy. We start working on ourselves, first principle. And what do we work? We are existing at two levels. One is the virtual I, and second is the actual I. Virtual I and actual I to understand, take your day-to-day example. Man is the actual I and husband is the virtual I. Now between these two, who is miserable? Man becomes husband. And this become person who doesn't exist anywhere is miserable. Now how can you help somebody who doesn't exist? See friends, exactly the same way, we, the absolute self, is the actual I and whatever we consider ourselves to be, that I am body, I am husband, wife, brother, father, mother, sister, good, bad, these are the virtual eyes. So, yoga, according to this science, is a journey not in time and space, but it is a journey from the virtual eye to the actual eye. And then we will come to discover that man, the actual eye, is never miserable and husband, the virtual eye, is never happy. So what has to be done? Only one thing, husband should remember that he is basically a man, by mistake he became a husband. That's it. Accept your mistake. See friends, but there are some people, they correct their mistake. There are some, they suffer, but don't correct their mistake. So we have to learn this principle. Now, next step. The body is inert and the reality, actual I, is consciousness. Now I will give you step by step. Absolute, there is nothing you can talk about. Because absolute is that which is beyond all descriptions. What are the possible descriptions? Time, space and objects and what is recognized by the sense organs and what is created by the organs of action. Absolute is that where sense organs, organs of action, mind and intellect cannot perform. Therefore, you cannot talk about absolute. Everything ends. So this absolute, the reality and the body, the inert. How this unholy, impossible wedlock has happened? So the absolute starts expressing through the limitations of the body. Then as a result, the body is enlivened. That is called as life. 
So first is absolute reality. Second step, the infinite energy associated with the absolute reality. What is called in Vedanta as Maya or Avyakruta or Avyakta or Shakti. One and the same. Like the fire and the burning ability. Like the sugar and the sweetness. Like the water and the liquidity. In the same manner, absolute reality, one without a second, and its own inherent potentiality. This comes in Tantra Shastra. It's very important to know. And like you know, Radha and Krishna. So in the Vaishnava Tantra, Radha is the Shakti and Krishna is the Paramatma. In the Shaiva Tantra, it is Shiva and Shakti. Lord Shiva and his Shakti, Paramatma. In the same manner, Paramatma and, in, and his own potentiality. Be attentive. The total electricity in the world is infinite. What comes to our house in a bulb is a finite. But it is the same electricity. It is not different. Exactly the same way. The infinite potentiality, Shakti, when becomes manifest in a conditioning called as the body, then it is called as Kundalini Shakti. So Paramatma expresses through his infinite potentiality and that infinite potentiality in the individual is called as Kundalini Shakti. Now this Kundalini Shakti further expresses as life. There is no Kundalini Shakti manifest in the dead body or in the stone. So Kundalini Shakti manifests as life. Three steps. Paramatma, Kundalini Shakti, uh, infinite Shakti, then individual level Kundalini Shakti, Kundalini expresses as life. Life further becomes divided or manifests in the mind. Step by step you take, we have to go the same way back. Now this mind further gets divided into subject-object dichotomy. So whenever any knowledge which has subject versus object, like this is a book, book is an object. And who knows this is a book? The book doesn't know. I know this is a book. So I is the subject and this is a book is object. And what is the knowledge? I am not the book. So that knowledge where I versus not I becomes valid, we have come down from the absolute to the level of the mind. And after we came here, then to what we give importance? If I start giving importance to the objective world, then I am a samsari. If I start suffering because of the objective world, then I am an ego. See friends, these things should be clear in the mind. Thereafter you don't have to struggle. Like you put the GPF and start driving, you don't have to worry. That dumb girl tells, turn left, turn right, you don't have to think. Exactly the same way, this is the GPS. One of my friends, 
he was driving me in UK. So he said, Swamiji, I have seen you have got tremendous observation. Can you tell me what is the speciality of my car? I said, your car can uh, do parallel parking automatically. You don't have to touch it. You know, that I only showed you. Tell something more. What is the speciality of my car? I suppose I tell you, what will you give me? He said, 20 pounds. I said, put it here. <laughs> and he forgot that he should tell me also, you also put 20 pounds. <laughs> he put the 20 pounds there. I said, see, your GPS, GPS has got a male voice. Oh God! I took the 20 pounds. <laughs> he said, you are right. Now tell me, why I have the male voice in my GPS? I said, because you are tired of the lady's voice at home. Even in the car, the same lady, no, enough is enough. See, friends. So who is miserable? These non-existing entities. And their whole struggle starts on this. I do this upwa so that my husband will listen to me. Recognize this truth. Thereafter, you will make the miseries miserable. You will be happy. See? So, absolute, infinite potentiality, individual potentiality, Kundalini Shakti, life, life expresses mind, mind get dichotomized subject object, and then the objective aspect of the mind passes through the various sense organs, and five objects are created Shabda, Sparacha, Rupa, Rasaganda. This is the descent. Now we have to ascend. If this picture is clear, you yourself can tell what will be the spiritual practice. Where are we lost? We are lost in these worldly objects. I want this, I want that. I want this way, I want that way. So the net result is, we are at the periphery of our personality. You must have enjoyed during your childhood, the big giant wheel in the various kinds of yatra they have. So when it moves and you are at the periphery of the giant wheel, how it happens in the stomach when it goes up and down? But as you go to the center of the hub, no movement. This is exactly what we do every day. When we go to deep sleep, we come back to the center. In center there is no movement, but the center supports all the movements. Are we not supporting childhood, teenage, middle age, old age? But have we ever experienced that we are born, we are changing? No. So we are living at the periphery of our personality and complaining, Chakrara, get away from there. See friends, this journey from the periphery to the center is the dharana according to Vijnana Bhairava.
here we are not bringing anybody in between you with yourself and therefore when this is understood then the next step comes the body is inert matter and the consciousness or life is sentient matter sentience how these two things can come together these two things are about together by a glue layer called as the prana prana means the bioplasma or the energy or the breathing different ways with what reference it is used so the body and the mind they are glued together by the in between layer of prana now in these techniques we are told one series of techniques the prana techniques secondly the technique of mind technique third is the technique of the body techniques so these three kinds of techniques working on the body and thereby going beyond the body working on the mind thereby loosening the adherence between the body and the pra- and the mind and third working on the mind and dropping the body identification these are the three techniques through which the whole technique of yoga sadhana goes in patanjali yoga darshan we do not hear talk about the kundalini shakti patanjali yoga darshan is basically raj yoga they don't talk about kundalini shakti but kundalini shakti is the one which is responsible for the total potentiality in any being therefore with this much of introduction then next step comes that step is where from this text has come vidyanam ero so like we know about <coughs> bhagavad gita it is in mahabharata etc so here now this is not known it is a dialogue between lord shiva and parvati and parvati ji asks some questions to lord shiva and he answers and in reply to her questions various dharanas are told dharana means the practice of yoga and they are not one or two there are 112 of them they are told and um, when we will go by god's grace which our way slowly step by step then we have to practice it by ourselves and this is not practice to get something i will do this ekadashi so that my neighbor becomes mad no this is only a spiritual practice on the process in the process of this evolution what happens is many dormant potentialities technically called as siddhis they become manifest and these siddhis are the obstacles on the spiritual path like the external prosperity is the obstacle to step on the spiritual path similarly the inner invocation of the siddhis is also an obstacle on the spiritual path both of them are therefore 
one has to be very clear that we are not compromising on anything in between. We don't need anything. Even the desire to do good to the world, it ultimately leads to become a social worker. And a social worker or social service is not spiritual practice. It is NGO, non-godly organizations. Cheats. Shouldn't get lost in that. Therefore, here, the student thus goes step by step and then his attention is now only on the awareness or the consciousness that he is. So every practice that we study one by one will be only bringing back ourselves to our own being. Whatever practice you do. Like whatever food you eat. What is the goal? Satiation of hunger and fulfillment. It doesn't matter whether you eat a non-vegetarian, vegetarian or you eat a vegan food. Doesn't matter. What is important is hunger is satiated in the same manner. Doesn't matter what practices which are told here you practice. The ultimate is we come back to our destination, the GPS destination. See, your destination is right in front of you if you open your eyes. So, after having told this, then we now enter the introductory part of this text, which is a dialogue between Devi, that is Parvatiji, or Shakti and Shiva. Now here also, the Vidyana is the experience. What we use in the Vedanta Shastra is Bodha, Atma Jnana and Atma Bodha. Atma Jnana is the knowledge we collected about the Self. And on the basis of that we can bluff others and give lectures like I am doing. That is Atma Jnana. Atma Bodha is that experience. And the experience cannot be taught. Otherwise, Veta, I have already taken food. The food is good. You don't have to take. It can't happen. Experience has to be your own. You can't transfer it. So, this Devi is the one who is asking the questions and Shivji is explaining. So, the Vijnana is direct experience. What we call in Vedanta Shastra as Aparokshanabhuti. Then, what is the meaning of Bhairava? Bhairava is, through example it will become clear. Water is Bhairava. Water with its own potentiality because of which the water can express as the ocean. That total potentiality is called as the uh, Shiva. And Bhairava is Param Shiva. So Param Shiva with his potentiality is called as the Shiva. And then further, in next step comes the um, where the potentiality starts becoming manifest but not become manifest and ultimately the potentiality is fully manifest and the world is created. In the Vedantic language it is Ishvara, Hiranyagarbha and Virat Purusha. Meaning is the same, words are different. This is how the descent comes. So, this Bhairava is what therefore 
there are three words bha ra and va bhairava so bha is bharanat bhairava the one who is sustaining then va vamana that which creates woman is vamishan that is creation and ra ravanat the one which is able to absorb so sarga stiti and laya these three of them creation sustenance and the absorption all these three three things happen in itself this is called as bhairava like water creates the ocean water creates the waves and ocean and the waves they ultimately go back to the water alone therefore in this example water is the bhairava and ocean and the waves are the next stages after having understood bhairava then we now go to the original text shri devi uvacha shrutam devamaya sarvam rudrayamala sambhavam trikabhedamasheshena saratsara vibhagasha adhyapina nimrutume samshaya parameshwara see she says hey parameshwar i have heard so many texts so many things like we are professional satsangi with a professional satsangi we sit before the lecturer before the teacher as a challenge now you try <laughs> so many have come and gone total failure hun tusi try maro so shrutam devamaya sarvam rudrayamala sambhava rudrayamala is one of the tantric text which is not available these days and trikabhedam asheshena and this is also called as trika philosophy wherein the jiva jagat ishvara is totally differently analyzed and sarat sarvivagasha and also what is the essence what are the differentiations what is the jiva what is the jagat what is the ishvara what is the shiva what is the param shiva what is the shakti all that i have heard sufficiently adyapi and yet na nimrutu me samshaya and yet i am still hang, uh, lingering with some doubts in my mind and therefore hey parmeshwara i have tried done myself best but i am unable to understand so what is this paramatma tatva kind it is adrushto vigraha chanta shivat parapat paramakaranan dhvani rupam vinishkrantam shastram paramadurlabham see the truth is beyond the scope of sense organs speech and mind what are the known means of knowledge for us we know that which is caught within the area of sense organs <coughs> that which can be spoken of by the words and that which can be experienced by the mind but the truth is beyond the three how will you experience it this can be experienced when the experiencer is dropped therefore the truth is experience without experiencer
when there is no experience are born there cannot be success or failure on the path of spiritual evolution success and failure is only for the one who is doing something how simple it is not difficult therefore adrushta vigraha shanta which is which cannot be an object of knowledge vigraha shanta doesn't have any form it cannot be spoken of and therefore uh, shiva parama karana and it is the shiva the absolute cause of this relative world there are so many things now if we become subtle in our perception we will come to know the things are so many only because there is space in between if there is no space in between things cannot be many but we are so preoccupied with the forms that the formless space we miss without the space no form can exist similarly without the silence words cannot become many and when the mind is thus occupied with only the space or only the silence mind goes back to the life life goes back to the potentiality potentiality is with the paramatma and therefore this truth cannot be taught it cannot be shown and what are you doing trying to make you unlearn or what you have learned therefore for such satsang you can never get crowds maximum crowds are where uh, bollywood Uh, entertainment free programs why free even you pay through nose huge crowds second place of crowd hospitals nobody gets an invitation please come to our hospital we go our own third place of the crowd in the temples exams are coming near hanuman ji standing there with the bat students are throwing the coconut googly ball can you play and how many people go to the gym see the number is reducing entertainment hospitals temples and ultimately the gym 24/7 gym open 
ऑल फैसिलिटीज आर गिवन ऑल मशीन्स आर लेटेस्ट एंड ऑल मशीन्स आर वेटिंग अरे कोई तो आओ हु गोज टू द जिम नॉट अनहेल्दी पीपल बट दोज हु आर हेल्दी एंड वॉन्ट टू मेंटेन द हेल्थ एग्जैक्टली द सेम वे आवर सत्संग इज लाइक ए जिम If you are coming here, Tamilji, my wife doesn't listen to me. What should I do? Get married to me. I'll listen to you. <laughs> Dumb fellows. That is not spirituality. See, therefore, you don't get crowds in these things. How many people go to this gym? Very few, <coughs> because they are already healthy and health conscious. So. Here, adrushtam vigraha shantam shivat parma karana dhvani rupam vinishkrantam and it is of the nature of the sound. Vinishkrantam which can be beyond beyond the limitations of the sound. We know sounds as ashanti then absence of the sounds is shanti but the truth is beyond shanti and ashanti we have been trained in our life always to think and talk in terms of relation our all knowledge is relational knowledge joy sorrows birth death health disease gain loss in relation to a rich man of a small village becomes a poor man when he comes to amdavar the rich man of the amdavar becomes a poor man when he goes to bombay the rich man of the bombay becomes poor when he goes to usa the rich man of the usa becomes poor when he comes to nim karodi baba See friends, this is all in relation. We are not talking about relational knowledge, and therefore, dhani rupa minishkrantam shastram paramadurlavam is extremely difficult, very rare to come across, because the one who is wanting and the one who is giving, both of them are only living in the same relative world. Therefore. वेदादिभ्यापरम शैव शैवाम तो दक्षिण दक्षिणा परतः कौल कौला परतरम त्रिकम तो दीज आर द वेरियस कैंड ऑफ स्टेजेस वीज आर द वेरियस स्क्रिप्टर्स एंड दिस वन वॉट वी आर स्टडिंग इज अल्टिमेट शुड बी स्टडीड प्रॉपरली सो यर नाउ द क्वेश्चन आस बाय पार्वतीजी शक्ति आर एनिमरेटेड किम रूपम तत्व तो देव शब्द राशि राशि कलामय किंवात्मेदेन भैरवे भैरवाकृत त्रिशिरो भेद भिन्न किं वा शक्तित्रयात्मक नाद बिंदुमय वापी किं चंद्राध निरोधि चक्रारूढ़मनस्क वा शक्तिस्वक ओ लॉर्ड व्हाट इज युअर एसेंशियल नेचर एंड हियर the awakening of the kundalini up to the ultimate merging in the absolute is indicated through these verses i'll just give you in short see this kundalini is the potentiality 
present in everyone like the heat is present in every expression of fire. It is not that in the winter the um, heat is cold and the summer heat is hot. No. It's the same. Similarly, every human being has this infinite potentiality in unmanifest form. And it has to be invoked. It has to be made manifest. Now what will be the manifestation? The individuality will be merged in the totality. In Sanskrit, if you have to say, Vyakti and Abhivyakti. Like, every one of us being the citizen of India is having only one vote per head. But when you take the Prime Minister, he is wielding all the votes of all the Indians. And therefore, he is more potential. If I sign something, they doubt, is it your signature? But when the Prime Minister signs, it is immediately accepted. Because he is no more as an individual. He is now merged with the totality. Exactly. Vyakti is, we are living as somebody. And then, when this Kundalini Shakti is invoked fully, one merges the individuality in the totality. To understand it more subjectively, take this example. Eyes are able to be limited only in colors and forms. So, eyes are in the place of Vyakti individuality. If there are sounds and smells, eyes cannot function. So as compared to the eyes, the mind is superior because the mind can experience all the five sense objects. So the mind is the totality and eyes are the individuality. Then the mind associated with I, the body, is limited only with reference to me, my wife, my children, my country. But when this I merges, with the totality, then all the divisions and limitations of the small things disappear. Exactly this is the way. So we have to invoke this Kundalini Shakti, meaning what? Meaning it is a process by which the individuality is dissolved in the totality. Now how the individuality is created? Because of undue importance given to the names and the forms. Whenever we talk about what are the parameters that are used, same thing, name and form. So this name and form, when it is dissolved, we are one with the totality and therefore we are happy. Example, our deep sleep experience. In deep sleep, we are nowhere, we are never and we are nobody. And therefore, we are happy. In one of our camps, in uh, I think it was in Mansar or somewhere, one of the participants, he heard about his nobody in the talks. Next time when he came, he came and gave me his credit card, his uh, visiting card. So I did, this is my card. Phone, nothing. Address, nothing. Mr. Nobody got the card printed and gave it to me. 
married it. I told him to him. Swamiji, I said nothing. <laughs> when you are conducting yourself in the world, behave normal. Otherwise, you are going through immigration and they are, hey, what's your name? Nam Rupa Mithya. What is your date of birth? Who is born? Ajopi Sannavayatma Bhutanam Ishwaropi Sannavayatma. When you are living in the world, behave normally. Don't become a spiritual person. Bhagavan ki dayasa ho jaya, kade ro ya. Therefore, we have to recognize how the individuality is the cause of all the sufferings. Merge in the totality, all the sufferings disappear. So, I have to process myself, go through all the stages. So, the stages are, we are caught in the body identification. Be attentive. You cannot get rid of body identification as you cannot stop the mirror from reflecting whatever comes in front of it. You cannot stop. Then let the identification be there, but don't take it to be real. So let the object reflect in the mirror. But don't take the reflection to be real. Like you must have seen sometimes the birds, they come and sit in front of the mirror. And then they start taking that mirror reflection to such an extent that they start bleeding. But they don't stop because there is somebody other than me. Who is that fellow? Let me go and attack. Whatever they may do, dan dharma, meditation, pranayam, Charity, Japa, nothing is going to help. Then only recognize it is an appearance expressing under n number of conditions. Similarly, in place of the reflection, put the husband. Who is husband? Man, the mirror of wife and the reflection of the man in the mirror of wife. These three things put together, each one is husband. If the mirror is disturbed, can the reflection be steady? So what should be the sadhana of the husband? Keep the mirror steady. <laughs> but is it in his hand? No. Then he should remain steady. But with that moment of the mirror, if you start moving, you are not moving. You are just a reflection. Be attentive. When the water is steady, something is reflected. And if the water is moving, reflection doesn't move because it doesn't exist. In the same manner, the husband who is miserable doesn't exist. How can he be miserable? But what happens like the bird? Get identified with the reflection and become real and suffer. Can there be easier spiritual practice than this? I am not sending it to any big, big thing. Very simple, practical. Therefore, where are we caught up? 
this body identification is a catch what is technically called as Mooladhar Chakra. The Aadhar card is same thing. Mula Aadhar card. That is our Aadhar. So, when we are identified with the body, then we are caught up in the Mooladhar Chakra and this world becomes real. And when we are not identified with the body as in dream or deep sleep, that time where are we, when are we and what are we? Tatra mata amata bhavati, tatra pita apita bhavati. We are neither mother, father, mother, sister, husband, wife. And therefore that husband who doesn't dare to look at the eyes of his wife, how can he snore so loudly in the deep sleep? Because now I am not a husband. See, friends. And what is the real spiritual practice? Attain freedom from body identification. Other than that, everything we do. We do yoga for what? Healthy body and long life. Both are curses. All healthy people are problem for others. <laughs> if somebody is having pain here, pain there, they are busy all the time. <laughs> if somebody is healthy, what do you want to eat? My Friends, health and long life. There was one person, I was in US, and one NRI father had gone there. And the NRI father was telling him, his son was also there. And um, he told him, Swamiji, we have served our parents, our father, till the last moment of their life. These days, the children have changed so much. So he was pointing to his son. And he, he, he was his son, Nailipi Daira. Then um, he asked, Papa, when did your father expire? Oh, we were very unfortunate. He died at a very young age. He died at the age of 45. Oh. Papa, what is your age? 85. Body identification is the only cause. Anything that you are doing, if it helps you to get out of body identification, you are walking spiritual path. If this is not happening, whatever you are doing is samsara. Because after body identification only, we become Gujarati, Bengali, Marathi, Punjabi. After body identification, we become man, woman. After body identification, we become husband, wife. After body identification, we become Indian, non-Indian. After body identification, we become human beings, animals. The crux of all the problems 
is neither in the body nor in the mind but in the body identification. So when the world is created, the world is created the moment you are identified with the body. What will be the pralaya? Pralaya will be when the body identification is no more an issue for us. Therefore, the first step is this awakening of the of the chakra, they call chakra bheda. The bheda doesn't mean you pierce something and cut it into pieces. No, bheda means the secret. Aapke saundarya ka kya bheda hai? Aam lights boy soban khate hai. Bheda means secret. So what is the secret of this muladhar? This is the secret, body identification. And the most important thing is, you cannot get rid of it. Like, you cannot stop mirror reflecting the things in front of it. Exactly the same way, body identification will be there. But, we have to know this very clearly, that there is somebody who is living in the body, but someone other than the body. When this is slowly working on, what will happen? Be attentive. The result of this body disidentification will be manifested in our life in two ways. One will be possessiveness of things around us will be reduced. Don't we do the same thing when we go to sleep? What exactly is the process? We drop the whole world, we drop the house, we come in our room, we drop the room, we go below the quilt, we drop the, the quilt, and ultimately only one japa continues. I want to sleep, I want to sleep. Till such time I and want is there, sleep doesn't begin. When even I is dropped, then the saptaswara sadhana begins. <laughs> And therefore, when the wife says, hey, don't snore so loudly, he is very cool. I was not snoring. And again continues. Because he is right, he is not snoring. He is no more husband. Therefore, first step is this. We have to conquer body identification. When this is not done, then we get caught up in the Swadhisthan Chakra, which is a place for Kamana or the desires. Desires cannot be eradicated without wisdom. Desires are nothing but our own prediction and imagination. We get possessed by that. Kathopanishad Bhagavad Gita tells the same truth. God realization means living at zero desire levels. No desire of any kind. Bhagavan Krishna says, Shariram Kevanam Karma Kurvannapnotikil Visham. If we are just living without any particular desire to achieve this or protect this, then we are abiding in the truth. If that means the pressure of desires and get involved in the world will be reduced 
and entanglement in the relationship will be no more an issue. If you observe in your own life or people around, when we talk to others, what do we talk? Only two things. One, our past possession still date. Second thing, all relations still date. Try to talk without reference to your possessions and your religions. You cannot talk. Therefore, the technique which I am telling you, and this also I tell you, you will never do it. What a confidence I have got. If I tell you something abnormal, you will do it. Stand in the cold water up to the neck deep. Take your hand above. Take Rudrakshamala and chant Gayatri Mantra for 2400,000 times. You will do it. What if I tell you, don't talk about your past, about your relations, even once. Okay, twice can I talk? Because what, what I am, I am nothing but a bundle of the total past, possessions and relations. See, friend, that is entanglement in the calf, this Swadishtan Chakra. Now desires ultimately, where do they lead? They lead to greed. Greed is a catch in the Manipur Chakra. I want some more, I want some more, I want some more. There is no end to it. What for? See, you go to your own houses and enter the walk-in wardrobes. It is like a maze. You get inside. Where so many things are hanging pathetically. See? So many things keep on collecting, collecting. There is no end to it. That greed. So till such time, we are identified with the body, Muladhar. Desiring things and being Swadishtan. Greed, Manipur. Till such time, we are living in the lower three chakras, we are Samsari. And samsari will be always sorry in life. Samyak sorry is samsari. Samyak means perfect. It is perfectly miserable. One of my friends gave the definition of samsari. One young boy, healthy, intelligent, free, one day thought, what a life without a wife, and therefore he caught hold of samsari and became a samsari. <laughs> No need. But we give some sorry. And thereafter, the whole life is lived in the lower three chakras. A seeker is born when we start working on our mind. This dharana that we learn here is working on your mind. And working in such a way that we transcend the mind. Not get entangled in the mind. Like if there is a thorn in our foot, we take another thorn, take out the earlier thorn which has gone inside the foot and throw both the thorns. Don't, don't keep it. It is not a poison to be kept at home. It is 
depends. Therefore, the real spiritual practice begins when we start working on our mind. We have been all the time living in the lower three chakras. Body, desires and greed. Bhagavan Sri Krishna says to Arjuna the same principle. When Arjuna asks this question, Atha kena prayuktoyam papam charati purushaha anichannapi varshneya baladivanyojitaha Under whose compelling force a person goes the wrong way in life, although unwilling. Bhagavan says, Kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samudbhavaha maha ashanaha maha papma it is desire alas anger, which can never be satiated and which can go to any extent. And recognize this desire alas anger as with the enam vairidam. He is the real enemy number one. An enemy should not be compromised. Enemy should be killed on the spot. Therefore, this enemy desire, if it has to be killed, then the question comes, where is he hiding? The teacher says, Indriyani mano buddhi asya dhishthana muchyate. Sense organs, mind and intellect, these are the places where the desire operates from. First, it operates from the sense organs. Then it operates on the mind. And after these two Frontiers are conquered, then the desire goes, enters the intellect. And then such a person starts justifying wrong as right. <coughs> this is how the desire becomes the ter terrible virus in our personality. Therefore, he who has thus recognized this basic, that we are all caught up in the lower three chakras, get out of it, start working on the mind. When we start working on the mind, then the dharanas indicated in this text will be understood. So working on the mind is entering the Anahat Chakra. The body that is given to us by our parents is only a mortal frame. But when a seeker is born, he who is starting working on his own mind, then the seeker never dies. His sadhana continues. Bahu nam janma nam ante Therefore, this particular science with Jnana Bhairava helps us how do we work on the mind. And once you start working on the mind with proper understanding, Slowly you will come to discover that it is not difficult. Now why we find it difficult? Because we want to justify our wrong thinking. Therefore if you really want to study yoga, study Bhagavad Gita. The yoga Bhagavad Gita is not twisting the body. The yoga Bhagavad Gita is refused to be miserable. Tamidya dukkha sanyoga vyogam yoga sanitam sanishena yoktavya when the miseries come in our life, we refuse to be miserable. That ability to refuse to be miserable is called as yoga. 
ಹರಿಗುರು ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ